Hello and welcome back to I Wouldn't Have Done It Like That. This week, once again, I'm joined here by Dad, Father Simon, all of the above. Hello. And um, I think I think we should start off by saying, th- first of all, thank you for all the um, support on the last episode as well. I had a few like messages coming through um, saying that a few... Uh, what. A handful of you actually really enjoyed it, and you're enjoying this series so far. So, um, I guess as long as we're always updating it, I guess we we'll keep going, right? Looks like relevant. Yeah, exactly. And um, so th- th- let's jump straight into it. This week's uh, this week's topic sort of comes from a conversation that I had originally with Mum. Um, I think we went out on a dog walk one day, and. I was feeling quite frustrated because of certain things that had happened and I think I think what I came down to was I, I, th- I think I th- in essence it's help people on the way up and when you get there I think that's that's what I'm sort of looking at and and the self the sort of the self-motivation behind it to keep going even when people who are on their way up don't want to lend a helping so hand. So maybe, maybe I, I will apologise before we start. My hay fever is terrible today, so if I sneeze, I apologise. But maybe you should um, give us an example. Give us an example of what is causing this frustration. Okay, so um, what what I think it what I think it comes down to is obviously I'm trying to do my music and everything, and I'll send off emails to people. I mean, obviously, I'm not sending off emails to like the big superstar DJs or whatever yeah I'm sending them off to to small like people who have known friends of friends small like people who are in the industry and have the connections there so I would send off emails and sometimes I would get absolutely nothing back sometimes I would get something back and they say oh, I'll check on it but they never get back to me again and I'll send another email and they'll just blank me and I think that I think that this um, made me come to the realization that I, no matter what in what I do, will always try to lend a helping hand to someone who wants to do the same thing. Well, I think I mean I I understand where you're coming from in the sense of you know, and this one really it frustrates mum as well when you 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 know when you contact someone you text message them or you or you uh, email them or what have so you connected and, nowadays yeah but I, I, it is frustrating in the sense of you know you just don't hear anything people don't even acknowledge the fact that you've that, you, that you've contacted them but i think that i find i find it frustrating as well but i think that's because the industry we came from there you know, we always did acknowledge people. You know, I might get an email from someone or, you know, a client or so or what have you asking me what, you know, they've got a particular problem, how can I help, etc., etc. And whilst, you know, I might not necessarily have the answer there and then on the spot, I would always acknowledge them and send them an email back saying, you know, I don't know the answer at this moment in time, but I'll find someone that does and I'll, I'll, I'll find someone to help you. Um, and I think that's frustrating. And also, but I think nowadays society te- tends to be. It's not even like saying, like the the ignoring of something. It's almost like saying, "Sorry, I can't help you," but it's not like they don't send it back. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So it's just 
It, it just seems I, to be the norm to if you ignore someone, that's conveying a message of sorry, I can't help you. And I think I think that can be that can be quite damaging. Yeah, I, but but on the on the other side of the coin, you know that, that people are busy as well. So yeah, no, I know, get they that, might 100%. not necessarily come round to you, you know, immediately. I mean, I the other day I had, I think I put a, I think I put the podcast on LinkedIn, and um, you know, someone came back and liked my original post from episode one. Yeah. Which was six, seven weeks ago. Yeah. So they've only just got round to seeing it. I don't know why, but, you know, pe- people do have busy lives. But I get you, I get you what you're saying in the sense of it is frustrating. And I don't know, maybe that's just, maybe that's a reflection on society today as well, that you say, you know, people don't seem to want to help each other. Maybe that's a reflection on society today as, in the sense the of... Well, it's like it's like I was, well, I was having this conversation with my mum the other day. You know, you can you can learn a lot from dogs, right? Dogs will only do something if there's something in it for them. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you say, "Rocky, come here," you know, it's the name you, of my dog, by the way, because you want to because you want to cuddle him. You know, he'll come if he wants to have a cuddle and he wants to have a, or if you've got a sweet a treat for him or something like that, he'll come. He will only do something if he thinks there's something in it for him. That's exactly yeah. how you train dogs, right? Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe society's a bit of a reflection on that. People don't do things unless there's something in it for them, which is, I, I guess, is to an extent, isn't it? You know, it's an element of human nature. Yeah. And I, I think, I think my frustration mainly stems from the fact that I, I feel that if I was in their situation, I would, I feel like if I, if I reach the top or if I, if I go and do this or I get into some form of industry, if I get there, I want to bring everyone else with me. Do you get, do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to I wanna, I wanna help everyone else who's also trying to go for the same thing. Obviously, you can't save the world. Well, you, can't, you can't turn around and make one million people ready for that thing. But the, the, the point is, if, if, you've, if you've got that status in that industry, I don't see why you wouldn't help. I mean, was it the same in the bank, sort of? Would you lend a helping hand to someone if they were trying to get in? Oh, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, we always did. I mean, the banking industry changed massively after the, the financial crash. And as you know, as we've discussed previously, the, the thing went from being under-regulated to massively over-regulated. And, you know, consequently, nothing got done because, you know, people were scared of... You know, they, they, they were scared that if they made the wrong decision, that was it, they were out. So no one wanted to make a decision. No one wanted to offer an opinion. You know, people were scared to fart. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, so sub- subsequently, nothing got done. Now, I don't think necessarily that's the situation you're coming across. I don't, I mean, unless you actually, unless we actually get hold of one of these people that you've emailed and sit there and say, why didn't you respond? But, but again, you know... People might have, as I say, people might have other things going on in their lives. You know, they might they might be sick, they might be ill, they might be, you know, they might have just lost a family member in, you know, yeah, no, I, 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 unfortunately, the problem is you never know, yeah, and that's the frustrating thing. But I, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, I think it's one of those things. It's like, it's like I said to Mum with her business. You know, if you knock on a hundred doors, if you get one response. From hundred doors, that's that's a result. Yeah. Right, because not everybody is necessarily interested in. Yeah, and it, it was what made, it was what made you're trying well. to 
what you're trying to pedal or pursue or whatever. And I, I think I think what what the, the the overarching thing that that comes down to this is 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 being self motivated. Um, is being self motivated to get ninety nine like um, rejections, but still keep going. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you you got to keep your head up. I mean, I would say I would say to you, okay, you've emailed a couple of people. I, you know, I mean. That's that's a very small sample of what's out there. Keep emailing people. Keep contacting people. Mm. Eventually, you will get your break. You know, it's like we said. You know, there's something in the world for everybody. Everybody has their niche. Everybody has something that somebody else wants. You have got something that somebody else wants. You know, you your music is very good. It's um, you know, you've even had you've even had people who are in the industry telling you you've got a great future in this. Um, so you just have to keep going. It's about self motivation. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's but that's but that's that's what I'm trying to convey as well with this whole self motivation thing. I mean, if we take it away from me and my music, and we and we we put it more to the general population, if 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 you get at least one person who turns around and goes, "I like what you're doing," or "I want to employ you," or "I want you to be doing this for me," I want you to be to to be working on this, I want you to be doing this with me or something if you, if you get at least one response one positive message from someone that makes it worthwhile and I, 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 I find it amazing that that like even these people can't turn around and send an email back and go you know what yeah I can't look at this right now but I'm sure you're doing great things and move on if, if, if the world was to have a bit more positive like feedback yeah and I'm not. I'm not saying that negative feedback isn't good because negative feedback is what moves us forward as people. But if we had like one bit of like, even in like a negative email where you turn around and go, "Sorry, I can't do this now," to turn around and just say, "I I I hope all the best with what you're doing. I hope this something," I feel really can can self motivate people. And and push them on to do something that they love. I mean, there is somebody. There is somebody out there. There is somebody out there who is waiting to listen to your music and can and can help you. They they they're looking for you. But you've got to go looking for them as well. I mean, I was just googling just then because because I remember this. Nelson Mandela said, "Do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again." And that that is that is. That is so so true. It's not about you know you ha- you can have a success at something. You know you might you might get through to someone and they say yeah Charlie love your music and want to play it on the on the you know on my radio station or whatever it is you know wherever the although I'd love to use it in my DJ set or something like that. And nothing you know you'll get really excited and you go wow that's a success and then maybe that door shuts hmm. and you go oh I thought that was going to be it. Well you have to get up and go again. You have to keep going again. I mean. I, I keep I keep saying to you as well, you should go and direct message, you know, people who are in the industry, people who make music like you, be they famous or not famous, I don't know, you know, just like your heroes. Go 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 let them and listen what, once, once, to your, once again, to your music. Once again, this isn't just focused on me and my music. I mean if we put no, it No, but to we're the using gen- this as an example. Put it right? to the general population. But you're not, the fact that you're not gonna get you know so it's you're not going to get discovered sat in your bedroom, you know. You're not going to. You're not in the gonna... same way that you're not going to get a job by being. No, exactly. If you want to get, if you want to do something, you need to get out there and do it. Mm. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. 
the world does not owe you a living. Contrary to popular belief, everybody seems to think the world owes them a living, right? So they just sit, do you want sit to, do there. You want just, do you want to just explain that sort of phrase? Well, it's it's like that. It, it, well, they're, they're kind of like sitting there thinking, right, well, I want to do this, right? So I'll sit here and I'll wait and I'll wait and I'll wait and Lots eventually, yeah, and eventually and... it'll come to me. And, you know, you've got to graft for things. You've got to work hard. You can't just turn around and say, "Oh well, I'm entitled to that." You're not. No one's entitled to anything. You've got to work for everything. You know, people. The, the people think, that you, you are, that you're, the people that inspire you, your heroes, etc. They didn't sit down and do nothing. They had to work hard to yeah, get to course. where they want to get. Do you they think, had to get themselves out there. Do you think that's changed with generations? Uh, I think. Yeah, I do. I think it. I think it. I think. It changed with. You know, my generation, it changed with, like, my mum and dad. My dad, my dad worked every hour God sent. Yeah. He literally worked every hour God sent. When he wasn't, you know, um, you know, working for the, the, the contract that, basically he was a plumber, right? So he, he um, used to service the hospitals in, in Hertfordshire, right? So he would make sure they all kept going and, you know, had a big job and it was like a, it was a full-on job, and it wasn't, you know, you had to be on call and all this kind of thing. And even when he wasn't working, when, you know, when it was his week, his Saturday off or what have you, or he wasn't on call, he'd be out doing private jobs. You know, he would work every hour God sends, you know, to, to, to feed us, clothe us, put money on the table, etc., etc. And today's society, I think there are there are some people out there who who do that for sure. There are a lot of people out there who do. You know, there's people out there holding down two, three jobs at a time. But I think when my generation came along, we worked hard, but not as hard as our parents. Yeah. If you get my drift, um, I think that's from a generation point of view. From my point of view, you know, I used to go out. I used to leave home at what ten to six in the morning and not get home till seven, eight o'clock at night. Monday to Friday, but Saturday and Sunday I had off. Mm. So, you know, whereas my dad would have been out the door at seven in the morning, not home probably till about five or six at night, then he might go out and do a private job in the evening, go and fit someone's bathroom or something like that. And then Saturdays he was always working, etc., etc. So I think, but then again, I think it was easier for us, our generation, it was easier for us to make money than it was for my, our parents to make money. You yeah. know, I said to this to you before, my generation, we, you know, we lived in that sort of 1990s into 2010 we lived in generation credit bubble right i mean they were chucking literally chucking money at people and it was easier for us to earn money therefore my generation were more affluent than my parents so i was more affluent than my parents the reality is generally speaking you guys probably aren't going to be as affluent as we were it's going to it's going to reverse the trend um purely because you've gone through this ma massive age of austerity credit bubbles etc etc but i would i wouldn't say we did we work? We didn't work less. Well, yeah, we probably did work a little bit less hard than our parents, <laughs> to be honest with you. But there, but I think that that also the the attitude has changed. You know, when so, my mum and dad were working, they weren't. They didn't just expect things to come to them. They had to go out and work for them. Yeah, and so that's that's what I'm kind of that's what I was kind of getting at with the original question. In 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 that, do do you do do you feel that there's so much in the world now about being self-motivated about trying to push yourself to be the best that you can be and there's 
there's so much of this motivational, and I mean, it's funny because talking about self-motivation, but there's so much of this motivational like speeches and people telling you how to do stuff. But do you think people really act upon it? Do you think people really turn around and take notice of what's being said and actually go and act on it? I think the smart ones do. I think people listen. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you're growing up, you know, and, you know, as a ki- as kids, you, you don't have any fear because you've never really, you've never experienced fear. You have to learn fear, right? In the sense of, you know, don't jump off that wall, you might break your leg. You know, as kids, yeah. you're like, woohoo, off we go. You know, and I, you know, I would say to you, you know, don't jump off that wall, you know, you'll, you'll hurt yourself. And you listen. And if you listen, you won't jump off the wall, right? If you don't listen, well, yeah. you go and break your leg. Some people have to learn the... Some people have to learn the hard way. Some people have to learn the easy way. I guess I, I think that I think the problem with I say the problem. I don't say the word problem is really so today's society is very instantaneous. Yeah. Instant gratification, and as we said before, the world has this insatiable appetite to be entertained. So, you know, people are people are constantly wanting something to entertain them, and they want it now. It's instantaneous. You know, when we were kids, there were three channels on TV. Mm. BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV. Channel Four came along eventually. Um, now, you, I mean, the world's your oyster. You can, you know, I mean, you can watch programmes that are beamed out halfway across the world if you want. Yeah. Everything is at your fingertips. It's instantaneous. and So I think there, I think there's an element of that instant, instant gratification and the instant economy and the instant economy I think has also told people that they don't necessarily have to don't necessarily have to work for things because I think they get this they, they get this idea that it's at the end of it's at the click of a mouse right sorry yeah. I'm going to sneeze because I've got hay fever film you uh, <laughs> hang on he's about to go okay he's right. about to go ah uh, has he gone no it's gone, no, it's oh. gone. <laughs> um, but yeah yeah as we were saying I think that Probably. No, there it is. <laughs> oh. I think that it's. I I I I see it a lot in my my generation as well because you see the way that um oh he's going again. Oh excuse me. There you go. You see it in my generation as well when it comes to GCSEs and A levels. You have the kids who work one hundred percent all of the time. Third. <laughs> Excuse me again. You have the kids that work 100% all of the time, and then you have the kids who just think that they will get the grades without having to do anything. And I think what if we if we bring it up to what has currently happened like today... <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. If we bring it back to what has currently happened today with obviously COVID cancelling exams and everything, I think you can see that the, the, the kids who... This, this may be the best thing to ever happen to my generation. Because... It may actually teach the kids who don't work at all and expect their exams to come to them to to work because obviously we're being graded off our effort over two years and our like past exams. It may teach them and tell them sometimes things aren't always going to go the way you think they will, and therefore you have to be self motivated from the beginning and you have to be working as if you were going to do the exam the next day. Hmm. I th- I think that this might be the best thing to possibly happen to our generation. Well, it will. W- well, I say to your generation. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, at some stage, COVID nineteen, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, it will be taught in history classes. I'm guessing, 
you know, the day the, 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 the day inter- the day the world stood still. It right? would definitely be like a documentary film or yeah, whatever. It, but it'll be taught in history lessons at some stage, and you'd like to think that that people will go, oh, you know, we learn from history, etc., etc. Right, you got to be on your game. You got to be on your metal, one hundred and ten percent of the time. Blah 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 blah. And and like Dave said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he hopes that people will come out not wanting to be so wasteful of their time. So maybe, you know, if if you if you if you have that that drive and that passion, you know, whatever you whatever it is you want to do, you're gonna to have to be doing it from from day one. You're gonna to have to be out there you know, grafting to get to where you want to go. Nothing is impossible, right? Yeah. Nothing. It's like the analogy of, I, I, you know, when I said to you that, um, you know, when you were at school and you got made subject mentoring RE, I, all the younger kids were going to come along and turn around and say, right, Charlie, can you help me with RE? Can we not talk about this, please? I mean, bearing in mind you're not, um, you know, you're, I, 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 I'm, you know, we joked with you that you one day you'll be the Pope. And you you turn around and say, well, that's stupid, isn't it? There can only be one Pope. My point is not that you're going to be the Pope. My point is that somebody's got to do the job. I mean, the chances of you becoming the Pope are very slim, bearing in yeah, mind you have no I'm, religious affiliation to anything. This but is, this is, but what, every time you say it to me, this is something that I've come to the realisation is, you would always say, oh, like, nothing is impossible. Yeah. And, I mean... Obviously, if we if we take the sarcasm out of it and you start start going like, oh, I can be a half octopus man or whatever, yeah. I mean, obviously, impossible. Well, I mean, you get, but reality. But I, I get I get what you're saying, yeah. When you say nothing is impossible, that statement in itself is true. Yeah, nothing is impossible. That doesn't mean that getting there is going to be easy or is going to be. Even, even, I mean, the chances will be very slim, but that doesn't mean that you give up, because it depends on what your passion is. And I think, I think this is something that s- the school system, as we talk, as we spoke about last week with education and stuff, I think this is something that the school system's got to start to realise is that people only do well in the subjects that they either force themselves to learn and are unhappy learning. Or they have a passion for, yeah. I feel like the, I feel like the school system's got to understand that passion is the strongest thing for learning, yeah. And and you'll see signs on classroom walls going like, oh, like um, passion for history is whatever, or some sort of motivational quote or whatever about their subject. But if the person isn't passionate about it. They won't excel at it unless they force themselves to do it. But then, but then also the other thing is your 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 interests, your passions. They change. I mean, I'm a firm believer in your life is mapped out for you. I'm I'm a firm believer that your destiny is all. I mean, it's already mapped out for you. Somewhere along the line, I don't know. Some somebody knows. You know. Yeah. The, the and and the the direction you will go in is kind of already there. Do you know what I mean? It's a yeah. bit hard to. To, to get that one across really but so like for instance you know your dream to DJ in front of 200,000 people at Ultra okay and we just said nothing is impossible okay fine someone's got to do it why can't it be you you may strive to do that but as you go along that journey of striving to do it your interests might change you might not want to become that DJ at yeah. Ultra you might want to go and become the Prime Minister or whatever Yeah. and my point being is that because 
your life is a journey. It's not a destination. You know, the destination is not to get to the age of, you know, whatever it is, 80 odd, and turn around and say, oh, well, I managed to DJ in front of everybody at Ultra. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. It's not. There's going to be so many twists and turns as you go along life's life's journey. So this the statement of nothing is impossible is to an extent true. Yeah. I mean, right. I grew up. I I grew up. I'd love to have been a professional footballer. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly I wasn't good enough to become a professional footballer. But then again, maybe if I'd have practiced more. I mean, you know, can you learn something? Is it is it gift or is it a talent? Well, that, I mean, well, David Beckham, for instance, when he was a kid, couldn't even do one keepy uppy. Yeah. He practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced, and now he, you know, during yeah, his career, he was doing thousands of them. But as I said, it, it was his passion for football that exactly. made him continuously practice and work for it. So that's why I'm. Yeah. So why I said I, why I said oh I'd love to be a f- professional footballer. You know, when I was like five, six years old. I clearly didn't have a passion for it, otherwise I've been out there practising all exactly, the time. Exactly, obviously. But so, you, that, that my point being is that, you know, I know, maybe that's what they call a flash in the pan art dream for me or something like that, I don't know. But, you know, what do you, what, you say to kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be an astronaut. Oh, I want to be a fireman. Yeah. Well, by the time life, you've experienced other things, your, des- your journey changes, right? Your, your destination on that particular leg of each journey yeah. changes. So the statement is still true. And that's what that's what I um I, I sort of I just thought about this now is that when you obviously we're talking about self motivation and everything. When you get knocked back and when you like struggle to to to, to, to I don't know how to say it. when you get knocked back and you struggle to sort of pick yourself up and everything again. I think the one thing that you have to remember is that you 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 will change the way that you think about things by getting knocked back, and that may put you on a different path continu- completely. But you getting knocked back, and, and this is so it's so, it's such a cliche thing which gets knocked about in society all the time. It's like, oh, um, I'm happy to take two steps back and or or one step back and two steps forward or whatever. Yeah, but. Obviously, you want to try and minimise the amount that you take a step back. Because if, if, if you keep getting knocked back, I can understand that, that starts to really hit on your, your, your conscience. And it starts to really, re- really make you doubt yourself. But then, but then you know, it's, it, again, that's a, but that is a state of your... That, that, that's a state of, of, of mind, so to speak. It's about having a strong attitude to what you're wanting to do. If you really want to do something... Then go and do it, and you know, yes, you are gonna have, you are gonna have, you know, knockbacks and 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 what have you. I mean, I remember when I first went into the city, my first big, well, I say big, my first sort of gig as a trader, uh, you know, where I'd been, I'd been given quite a decent amount of responsibility. I had to trade trade the Japanese yen. I had to cover for one of the traders when he went away on holiday for a week and what have you. And I went in there and I was buying and selling at my levels and I was making good money and what have you and, and I got cocky, I got confidence, so I started doing it in bigger sizes and bigger sizes and, you know, buy, buying at the low, selling at the high and kept doing that and then all of a sudden this piece of news came out that the market just absolutely tanked and I had the wrong position and I lost all the money I'd made plus some on top of that and I was sitting there waiting for um, my boss at the, the, at the time, Duncan Edwards, to 
Camel, I mean, he was quite. He was a fierce guy. He was. <laughs> he was quite scary at times. But I was waiting for it. I was sitting there thinking, "Oh my god!" At any time that I was absolutely waiting for the bollocking. But the bollocking didn't come. He just. He looked at me and he sat me down and he said, "Learn to lose, and you will appreciate winning so much more." Yeah. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to learn how to take the knockbacks. If you learn, you know that knockbacks are just a. It's just a drop stitch in life's tapestry, as they say. Yeah. Then you 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 will go on, and you know if something doesn't work, go find a different angle to get to it. It's like like you know we both we both listen to Gary V, and the num every time I see Gary V video, the first thing he asks people is, who have you messaged today? Who have you contacted today? Who have you told about you today? And that's the first thing he says to everybody, and everybody goes, "Oh well, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm a little bit shy or something like that." Do you know what? Shove it, shove it out there, and see what comes back, because that's the only way. You you need people to sit up and take notice. Yeah. And you need people to. But would would would, would you could you could you argue that like the the reason why you were able to accept the loss in what you did. And obviously, uh, learn to appreciate the wins more is because you were you had you had a boss who was supportive. I think I think to you, be honest with you, that that is the that what Duncan said to me on that day is probably the most important lesson I've ever learned in my life. And every time I had new traders, but that, that that's translated. I would say into, that exact same but sentence. That, but that's them. that's translated into the way that you brought me and my sister up as well. Yeah. In the in the as parents, you sort of you never really. You never got super angry at us. You never stayed stayed mad or whatever. You just sort of picked us up and told us, "Come on, keep going." Yeah. And could you could you turn around and say that part of being self motivated is surrounding yourself with the right people? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if you if you if you if you surround yourself with you know if you surround yourself with people. Like well, like-minded people, people who are positive, um, you know, you know, it's like I said to you with the with you know going on to university with um, you know for music university, you know, if you're gonna go if you if you go to somewhere where other creative people are around you, you're gonna get a buzz off of that. You're gonna take you're gonna take something out of it because you're all in it together. There's that sense of camaraderie. There's that sense of collaboration, and you, you know it's. It, I don't know, extreme example, right? It would no be no good you taking your computer uh, down to the local fire station and sitting there in the local fire station with everybody around. They're firemen. <laughs> they don't have yeah. any interest in your music production, yeah. right? I mean, that's a very extreme example. I get, I I mean, get, some I, of them might have an interest in it, but they can't help you. I get what you're saying, yeah. They can't help you further where you want to go mm. unless you want to become a fireman. Then yeah. they can help you immensely. Or if you know first aid, etc., etc. That's the point I'm trying to make to you. If you surround yourself with like-minded people, the chances are, you know, you're going to kick out something pretty cool, and you're going to get to where you want to go. So we went to ACM, and you did your audition. Um, and by the way, nailed it straight in. And uh, <laughs> little, little, little shameless, like just, just plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know. I, I remember sitting there having a cup of coffee waiting for you in, in the in the reception area 
and the creativity that was walking through that door was absolutely off the charts. And you know, people they were they were maybe practicing on their guitars or something. The, the the ability and creativity was absolutely off the charts. And I sat there thinking to myself, my God, you know. And this is the same university that turned out Ed Sheeran, I think it was, wasn't it? I think it was Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these these the, the level of creativity in this. So if you want to be creative, go somewhere creative. Yeah. You know, go and. So I think I think if we if we um sort of take a take a step back. Uh, like obviously we don't want to say too many as I said earlier but if we take a step back and we look at the i the, the whole um the whole the whole sheet of paper that's all on self motivation i th- i think you can boil it down to a few things i think i think the first thing is 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 sort of starting starting the way that you want to go on starting off with a high level of um motivation and obviously you'll have dips every so often but starting off with that with that initial punch is where is, is it sets sets a way of how you want to carry out and how you want to get to where you want to go i think i think the second thing is as you said appreciate the losses or or, or understand losing and you'll, you'll you'll appreciate winning understand learn how to lose and you'll you'll appreciate winning yeah and more. i i think i think the final thing is 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 to surround yourself with 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 people who are going to motivate you people who are going to to, to push you to be the best that you can be and it, it's it's quite a it's it's i'm not saying that it's an easy thing to do because it's not it's not easy to do and sometimes you won't be in an appropriate situation to be able to instantaneously put yourself into that world but i think that there are definitely ways in which that you can further your ability and stuff and 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 keep keep going and this all links back to the original emails that i was sending out to people and not getting a response because i wouldn't wouldn't get a response back but i kept, I, I kept motivated and i was surrounded by people like you mum my friends and everything who kept telling me charlie don't worry keep going someone will respond at some point i think it's like i think do you know what if you want to be mo- if you want to if you want to keep motivated just keep reminding yourself there is nothing in the world that's free there's no free lunch right yeah. if you want something you have to go and get it you have to do it i see so many people and unfortunately, I th- I th- I th- your generation, they try something, it doesn't work the first time around, so they just give up. Yeah. And I think that's so, so sad. Mm. Because they they clearly are people with, with you know, a passion for something or a talent for something. But they're, they're just so quick to give up. Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, it's, I mean, this is this slightly... A tangent I suppose but it's like marriage for instance you know when my mum and dad were married you know when we were growing up as kids very rarely did you hear of someone being divorced mm. you just didn't yeah. my generation people do I mean there are divorces out there and people get divorced you know life changes people change um, but there's not as many as you know as in the younger generation the younger generation you know, a marriage is marriage. Marriage and relationships again are something you have to work at. That they're not. You know, no one's going to be, you know, pie in the sky, happy, in love, twenty four seven. Right? You're going to piss each other off, and 
but you have to work at them. But people are so quick to give up on marriage now. So it's, it's, I, I, don't, I wonder whether the institution of marriage actually is worth it anymore because you pay <laughs> that's, for it all. That's, that's, Two that's years a, later, they give up on it. My point being That's is, a topic for another day. But... <laughs> my point, but my point being is if you want something, you have to work at it. You have to work hard for things. You have to... There, there is no such thing as a free lunch. You have to get out there. Yeah. You've got to work and you've got to keep bombarding. It's like... Um, I think it was... Uh, I, th- I think it was Lewis Capaldi, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But they were interviewing someone about how they made, how they got their breakthrough in the music business, and I think it was him. But again, correct me if I'm wrong. Who basically said he went and stood outside the radio. He came down from Scotland, uh, went into London, stood outside the radio station door. I don't know whether it was Radio One Kiss or whatever it was, I, I don't know. Stood outside the door with tapes of his music. And as everybody came out, he, as the DJs, he just kept giving them a tape. And he did it day in, day in, day in, day in, And he kept doing it and doing it and doing it. Until eventually one of the DJs went, do you know what? I'm going to play it just so you piss off. Yeah. And the guy actually, I mean, look at him now. It's, it's, about, it's about making people we're not saying sit that, up and take notice. By the way, we're not saying that's the way that you should do it. No, I'm not <laughs> saying that. But what I'm saying is it's about that perseverance. You have to make people, you know... There's so much more mu- There's so much music out there that I don't know about. I mean, last night, for instance, you were playing um, Logic, one eight hundred, and I, you know, I came in and I thought, ah, that's a really cool song. I like that, so mm-hmm. I downloaded it onto my playlist, and you know, not necessarily my type of genre of music, but I really like the song. But I would never have known about it unless you, unless he put it up onto YouTube and you happened to be watching it. Mm-hmm. A lot of life is life. Life is a lot of coincidences sometimes, right? Mm. The coincidence of me and your mum getting together so you were born, as we discussed previously. Life is a lot of little coincidences. Somebody out there wants what you've got. You just have to go find them. They're looking for you. They are looking for you, but they just don't know you're out there. Yeah. You know, there are people out there trying to discover other people all the time. Yeah. There is someone out there who needs you. You just have to go find that person, and yeah. you, you know it's not going to be instantaneous. So don't give up. And I think, I, I think, I think, with that being said, um, I think I think that's kind of a good way to a good way to sort of round this off. I mean, uh, self motivation is something that we could talk about for, for for hours, and and it's something that it is. I I think I don't think it's as it's not as complex of a topic. Because it is at the end of the day just you turning around and going, keep your head down, keep going. But well, keep, at the keep same, your head up. Or, or keep Get your noticed. Head, keep your head up and keep going, yeah. But at the same time, sometimes people just need that little kick to be able to go, Come on, you can do this. Yeah. Sort you, of thing. You just you just yeah, I mean it's like you know, it's like we said a few weeks ago as well. You know, some some people are are a little bit like the the striker in the football team. Every now and again, the manager has to put his arm. You know, they're the, they're the most. Whilst they're they're the ones that get the glory for scoring all the goals, yeah. they have to be some of the most. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not unstable. Uh, they they tend to be quite fragile. Yeah. And they every now and again, I'm not saying all strikers are like that, but there are. You know, go and talk to managers. There'll be certain managers that I have to go and put an arm around his shoulder and say, "You can do this." But as well as as well, just to sort of like wrap up and everything. This this podcast, this episode specifically, isn't just us. You might have great self motivation. No, this isn't just us turning around and saying to you, have better self self motivation. This might be a good way 
for you to turn around and go, oh, someone else needs me to put my arm around them. Someone else needs me to do this. Someone else needs me to do that. Well, I think, I think, and we'll wrap it up here as well, right? It's all about education. Yeah. It's all about education. You all have the ability to educate. Now, something that I found quite sad um, this week, just gone, someone, someone put on Facebook, um, somebody I know put up on Facebook um, with with everything that's going on with this Black Lives Matter protests and all this kind of thing, basically put on there, um, if you're a racist, please unfriend me, um, mm. and while you're at it, do one, jog on. Yeah, I think. And I and I came and I saw a lot of these messages popping up. I mean, it must have been one of these ones where people just share it or something like that. A lot of these messages where they're saying, if you're a racist, unfriend me, unfriend. Me. And my point to the, my point back was. Surely, as an educator, you want to keep those people within your circle because you want to educate them and show them your example and maybe you can change them. And someone came back on my comment and said that uh, the time for education is, is finished. This is the 11th hour of bigotry. The only thing that's going to do this is violence. And the, and, and, and the very thing... You know, and and everybody will stand up and quote Martin Luther King, and you know, for his work in in in, in, in his activist work, etc. But Martin Luther King was never violent. Hmm. He was he 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 was he was never violent. He was and trying he would, to change a mindset. Man, he would be turning in his grave for the for seeing the violence. Violence doesn't solve anything. Education solves things. Hmm. Violence, all violence does, is just rare people up even more and pick people's backs up. Yeah. Um. And and so, I think you need you know if you all have the ability to be an educator so go out and educate each other yeah you know don't 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 sit there waiting for everybody to educate you you've got something that somebody else needs they've got something that you need well do a trade off carry on <laughs> let's 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 finish up there um once by the again, way my um my 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 disseek uh flames featuring phoebe grace t-shirt arrived today oh yeah uh, very so, good quality um yeah so uh there will be um soon to come podcast uh podcast merch as well so we will have the the title of the podcast on a t-shirt with the with the logo on the back as well so look out for them in coming weeks um is there anything else anything else you'd like to plug before we go because we're now doing this at the start and the beginning uh, the start uh the no i currently don't have anything to sell um but <laughs> sell you i don't think i have anything <laughs> to sell at this particular moment in time uh but anyway right thank you very much for listening once again uh we hope you've enjoyed i think um, you should say though that of, uh, on the podcast t-shirts uh if anybody purchases one um don't make some false thing here like what? we're gonna give you a pair of sunglasses no no, no but but uh there is um there, there will be a donation to charity that we will make uh based on what sales and what it costs etc etc so you know money's made after production and what have you will yeah go to a charity yeah that's a that's a very good very good idea actually um but anyways uh thank you very much for listening once again um i have been charlie deseek and this has been father simon all of the above bye bye and uh yeah we'll see you later thank you for listening adios